Welcome to the No More Late Fees podcast. I'm Jackie. And I'm Danielle, and we're just two best friends and ex-Blockbuster employees rewatching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. This week, we are talking about the 1998 Disney animated film Mulan with our guests, Katie and Ray, to celebrate its anniversary. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hi. Welcome. I waved like a nerd, like they could see me. <laughs> they will see you <laughs> oh. on YouTube and, and Spotify. on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> so you are not a nerd for that. <laughs> if you want to get to know Katie and Ray a little bit better, pause and check out their trailer if you haven't listened. But before we dive in, let's get into some housekeeping. If you love the podcast and you want to support us, here's a few ways you can. Did you know writing a review and or rating us helps us get more listeners? If you want to be featured and help us grow, head to your favorite podcasting platform and leave us a review. And make sure you hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to make sure you get alerts when new episodes are live. And if you want to support us further, head on over to patreon.com slash no more late fees and sign up to be a Patreon bestie. You'll receive exclusive content, uh, stickers, lives, access to our burn aunts, play, burned aughts playlist and some super sweet gifs of Danielle and I acting a fool, mostly Danielle. <laughs> My mom loves those gifs, by the way. She said she <laughs> wants me to download them for her so she can reply to people with them. <laughs> I'm very proud that she knows how to use a gif. So You're just so much more expressive than I am. No, she was like, what is Jackie doing with her tongue in that one? Oh, <laughs> yeah, there was that one. <laughs> But let's dive into Mulan. Fearful that her ailing father will be drafted into the Chinese military, Mulan takes his spot. Though, as a girl living under a patriarchal regime, she is technically unqualified to serve. She cleverly impersonates a man and goes off to train with fellow recruits, accompanied by her dragon, Mushu. She uses her smarts to help ward off a Hun invasion, falling in love with a dashing captain along the way. The movie stars Ming-Na Wen, Eddie Murphy, Beatty Wong, Miguel Ferrer, June Foray, James Hong, Pat Morita, and George Takai. The movie is also directed by Tony Bancroft and Barry Cook, and the screenplay by Rita Hasayo, Chris Sanders, Philip Lezebnik, Raymond Singer, Eugenia Bostick-Singer, and you can watch it on Disney+. But before we start, let's get into our ratings rewind. Side note real fast. Do you know who Chris Sanders is? KFC? (laughs) (laughs) He he wrote Lilo and Stitch and he is the voice of Stitch. Oh, that's right. We did that one. (laughs) It's all coming back now. It's all coming back. Okay. (laughs) So you know the drill, but but before we get into the movie, we'll reveal the rating our Y2K versions of ourselves we give. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating. Our scale consists of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would play on repeat. Five-day rental. Would watch again. Two-day rental. Eh, okay, but nothing to write home about. And same-day rental. Trash. Straight-up trash. Garbage. It's in the Disney ball, ain't never coming out. 
<laughs> Ray, we're going to start with you. What was your rating, your Y2K selves, your younger self of Mulan? Definitely would buy it, would buy it again. For sure. Not even a question. Jackie already put I owned it, it up on DVD chest and now I own it on DVD. So <laughs> nice. Katie? I definitely would buy buy it again. <laughs> it, it came out the year before I was born. So God, Katie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had my birthday, so I'm feeling old, but yeah, I grew up with that movie, so it's all right. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. I was back in my day. I wanted to see the original <laughs> Little Mermaid in the theater and the theater. Oh, Jackie. I'm going to break some hearts. Today for me, it just, it didn't resonate. I watched it once and that was it. I'm so sorry. It's because it's a princess movie. It didn't. I mean, yeah, I just. What you got against princesses? I'm trying to figure out what was I just. Problem. And I don't know. I just don't care for it. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're right. It, it just, it did not resonate with me. And that's okay. Is it? <laughs> Is it okay? Jeez. All right. Anticlimactic. Would buy it again. I, I don't, I don't I'm know. sorry. Every, every, every now and again, I question this friendship, Jackie. <laughs> Kid in King, Ar- King Arthur's court, A plus, Mulan, I don't know, I don't resonate. I don't get it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a kid in King Arthur's <laughs> <laughs> Go listen to the episode again. Listen to what I had to say. A lot of things wrong with that movie. Anyway, <laughs> go to the box office because I can't. <laughs> the budget for this movie was $90 million. It made $304.3 million. It was based on the Chinese legend of Ha Mulan. It is the 36th Disney animated feature film and the ninth animated film produced and released during the Disney Renaissance. <sighs> I am really glad when I started doing research for this that I guess there was two different stories that were floating around at this time that they were possibly thinking about doing. And what they ended up doing was kind of combining the two. And just it was going to go into that whole damsel and distress, princessy kind of, you know, aligning with what, what had came before it. And it ended up getting changed. And it's like the best decision that ever, ever happened. So, and let's look at some of the cast and crew. I think I was most surprised in the fact that Jackie Chan provided the voice of Mm -hmm. Lee in the Chinese dubs for three different versions of the dubs, by the way. I was a little sad that he didn't do the voice for Mm -hmm. the American version, but it is what it is, I guess. I can kind of see it. Like, maybe they wanted a more asian like voice for the dub because i don't think he sounds that way in the american version maybe that's what they were going for well also be i mean jackie chan in china is like 
I mean, we know him as a star here, but it is nothing in comparison to what he's like, what it's like in China. It's like, yeah, craziness. <clears throat> so, also for the voice of M- Mulan is Tia Carrera. Is it Tia Carrera? Carrera. Carrera. I'm not doing good with pronunciation today. <laughs> she was going to be the voice of Mulan. And they ended up going with someone else i think there was like a scheduling conflict for her Mm. but they must have kept her in mind because they they did her lilo and stitch and had her on that one so that's great jackie do you want to get started then sure probably not the best person to lead this charge but we start at the great wall there's a bird and and the the Chinese people are under attack by the Huns. They have crossed the northern border and they're infiltrating inner China. And so the emperor gets word of this and he demands that they send troops to protect the people of China. And so they end up going village to village and recruiting one male from each family. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Mulan is the only child obviously she's mm-hmm. a daughter and so her father has to go back to battle he's already been to war mm-hmm. once he has injuries i just think it's really interesting that i mean obviously we meet her father we know mm-hmm. that she has her mother this is like one of the first times in a long time that we see lead have both their parents be alive and they make it through the entire movie yes <laughs> That is a rarity. For sure. So we see Mulan does have some ingenuity, some creativity with Mm -hmm. her chores. She straps her dog with the chicken feed and lets him run around the yard. So she she works smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. I I love it. I I love to see a queen not try to like be Cinderella about it. Right. <laughs> See, Katie's generation got Mulan. I got Cinderella, and I'm wondering why I'm so stressed at work all the time. Oh no, I'm the same way. <laughs> <laughs> so, and prior to the recruitment scene, Mulan is practicing to become a concubine. She needs to be married off, and mm-hmm. so she's kind of written. Her, her little script on her arm and has been practicing. She's just a little bit clumsy and just doesn't hyper-focus on being prim and proper and doing everything the exact traditional way. But I like how you could see the difference. As she's on her way to go to the matchmaker, she encounters a little girl who's being bullied Mm-hmm. and she's able to like kind of stop that like just the the way that she's interacting before she gets to the matchmaker you could see that she and of obviously the beginning scene that she is innovative and she's not you know not she's worth something but it's just mm-hmm. not what people are placing what her culture is placing worth on i guess you could say sure and i like that they show both of those differences with the matchmaker and everything like she just like does everything wrong <laughs> she does <laughs> like nothing goes right everything goes wrong she spills tea 
her little crooked friend. Oh, what's what's their name? Creaky. It's, it's just Creaky. Yeah. Creaky. Is it actually? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a name. Oh, okay. Well, you know, does he like go down the dress? He jumps yes. out of his cage. She um, has him in like a little thing that her grandmother put him in. And he, and he jumps jumping. out and jumps in the tea. And then into jumps the out of the tea into her dress. Yeah. There we go. And he's the like tomorrow. in the tea like it's a spa or something. I'm 100%. like, that's nasty. You know <laughs> that tea. 100%. Well, he doesn't and, know any better. <laughs> he doesn't. And then at some point, her booty catches on fire. She bumps into the furnace. <laughs> they had a coal furnace and she bumps into the coal furnace. And lights her butt on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> and so there is much dishonor happening. <laughs> 100%. And Mulan is never going to be, to find a husband. Never bring your family honor. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty bad. The tea spills on her face and her, her mustache is all wet. It, it's not good. It's not, it's not a good look. Not yeah. at all. I do like that when she gets home that her dad mm-hmm. doesn't like even her mom doesn't right. give her a hard time about the whole situation, you know? Yeah. And her dad is very comforting and, and was well, trying to be comforting and sweet. And I appreciated that like they didn't make her feel worse about her being yeah. such a klutz, I guess. Yeah. Well, they see her worth. It, it's just, right. it's not in a traditional sense. Yeah. I mean, I think they definitely see in her that her destiny was never to conform. And so this practice of kind of falling in line was never going to work. I mean, from the fact that her mom knew she was going to be late, she was like, we were here and we were prepared. Uh, we knew you weren't gonna be. But Grandma brought you a cricket. <laughs> Grandma, let, we're gonna let, hope for the best. <laughs> let's talk about Grandma because Jackie's niece's birthday was the other day, and we she's very into her Moana Moana phase right now. Oh and I felt like the grandma in that movie and a little bit of the grandma yeah. Mulan given same vibes, yeah. you know. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the Mulan's grandma is hilarious. She's boy crazy. She that, that's my favorite at the end. <laughs> when she's like, sign me up for the next war. <laughs> she's literally out there in the streets saying that she's got a chest testing to see if the cricket is lucky, yeah. doesn't care if she's gonna potentially get hit. The poor cricket was scared too. Right, if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. But I'm gonna check this out real quick. <laughs> so now we get to the, the recruitment scene. The father does what is honorable and he volunteers for his family. And Mulan sees him practicing with his sword, and obviously he's stumbling and falling. He has a leg injury and um, mm-hmm. he's just not fit for battle. So Milan decides she's going to represent her family. It's fuck the patriarchy. She's going to go. She's going to serve in the army and she's going to represent her family. So she goes to the ancestral shrine, light, light some incense, 
grabs the sword, cuts her hair off, grabs the armor, the horse, she pieces out. She's so like- after her parents realize that she's gone, the father goes to the shrine and just asks the ancestors to watch over her as she goes. Because they do, they're like, mom's like, we have to go after her. And he's like, she's going to be in worse trouble if they find out. Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. let's just hope they don't find out. Right. So the ancestors, they just like to party, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> the ancestors are here for a good time. And then in between their banter and stuff, they're like, oh yeah, give, give Mushu, get the little dragon to wake the big stone dragon because Mushu has been disgraced. There was an incident and uh, he's not allowed to be a protector anymore. Yes. The uh, protector. He goes to get the real dragon and ends up like destroying the statue that the real dragon spirit lives in, I guess. And so he's all she got. So Cricky also gets on the Mushu bandwagon mm-hmm. and, and goes to support Mulan. What else? She's got a she's got a lot of animal protector friends in this movie. Yeah. Cause she even yeah. has little brother, her dog. He doesn't come on the adventure, right. but he's there so and then also her horse yeah yeah and i think the horse's name translate to translates to prince and yeah i thought that was cool i like him a lot he's a pretty (laughs) pony (laughs) so now we are heading to war they're Yes, on, the, on their way. The Huns are on the move. Sean Yu is the bad guy, right? Yes. Yes. And I think it's <laughs> important to recognize that Sean Yu is not based on Attila the Hun. Attila's right. armies didn't venture, in, venture into the Northern Way territory where Milan is supposed to be set. The Huns in the movie are actually more likely new nomads who frequently clashed with the Han dynasty of China in the third century. So I did not know that because I as soon as I saw him I thought that I must mean, be I knew it wasn't supposed to be Attila, but I didn't know that that was not supposed to be like a faction of like the Hun army. Yeah. That was cool. Because the history of this movie, let's be honest, is a little murky. It's for sure. It kind of takes from a lot of different things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it is what it is. Yeah, it's more of a mashup of of like folk tales with the with the Mulan character. They're like, let's mm-hmm. kind of make a story around this character. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we see Mulan. She hasn't quite gotten to her post. She's in the forest kind of practicing. She's not very good. Yeah, she can At barely least not pick with up sword. her sword. <laughs> yeah. That thing looks heavy. And this is when Mushu and Kriki catch up to her. Mushu does like this big like Wizard of Oz thing where he's like, yeah. I'm a dragon. I'm your yeah. ancestor. I'm going to help you. And then he's like a teeny tiny dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm travel fast. 
for your convenience. <laughs> exactly. And so this is also when we get the dishonor in you, dishonor on your cow. He's <laughs> not quite happy with her at this point because she's just like, you're little. What are you going to do to help me? First of all, if you're I- going to stay, you're going to work as part of my personal lexicon. I use it as often as possible um, about <laughs> anything. About anything and everything. I just love that Eddie Murphy voiced this character before he did Shrek but then he's in Shrek and his baby moms is a dragon as well in that movie just connections to dragons you know it is Ken I, I watched this today and so Ken was working but he walked through and was like literally did not there was no hitch in his step. He continued on through the family room and said, is that Eddie Murphy? As he like exited. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so now Mushu is trying to give Mulan hints as to how to walk more masculinely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's not great. <laughs> she looks like she got something in her pants. <laughs> As she walks into the camp and then he's kind of telling her like, you need to bow up to the other warriors. And, but it seems like, like she starts fighting amongst the other warriors. She stays out of it, but it seems like they don't really take it out on her. They're just like, yeah, this is what men do. We fight. Right. Whatever. I feel like the rules that Mushu's, giving to her are the rules you use to survive prison that's funny (laughs) because it's like you've gotta you gotta hit the biggest guy you gotta you know like he's just getting her in all sorts of trouble but they are like do you guys remember that movie with kevin hart and will ferrell where i do i never saw it but yes it's it's literally I think they stole the Mushu's lines from Mulan. <laughs> of, like, how to survive prison. <clears throat> Just saying. And he gets her in so much trouble. For sure. And at one point, because he's like in the back of her clothes, yes. I'm like, how do the other guys behind her not see him? Did you think that? Yeah, yeah literally. Literally. <laughs> one watching um, that I scene. always I was like, thought like he was physically there, but also I always thought of him more of like a spiritual presence hmm. maybe other people couldn't see him yeah right okay okay i could see that yeah because even though he is small like you're gonna see a little red dragon <laughs> right yeah. even if you're like hey there's a lizard on you <laughs> yeah or maybe they're just so used to dragons, it doesn't phase them that someone brought their dragon along. Maybe. Maybe. Lots of dragon excuses here today, people. <laughs> We're waxing poetic about Mushu the dragon. <laughs> so this is when we meet Li Shang. Shang? Shang? Shang. 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 Um, it, you might be right. I mean, it's said in the movie is Shang, mm-hmm. but... I think maybe culturally it is Shang, like Shang-Chi. Because mm-hmm. I think his father, who is the admiral, mm-hmm. the general. Uh, calls, uh, thank you, 
I knew it was some ranking. We <laughs> don't do father... sports and we don't do the war Military stuff. ranking. Yeah, we don't know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> Love a man in a uniform, but don't know what he does. Oh my God. <laughs> because I do think he, his father calls him Shang, but then the rest of the movie, they call him Shang. Yeah. Which was yeah. interesting. But he's promoted to captain because the general is like the first wave that's going into mm-hmm. battle with the Huns. Right. So His troops are already prepared. Exactly. So Li Shang is preparing this group of gentlemen. <laughs> who's who's the, the snitch, the guy that I can't stand that is also around causing all sorts of problems? It's like his advisor. Oh, yeah. The emperor's advisor. He is a little bitch. I don't <laughs> like him. Don't like him one bit. <laughs> He's instigating stuff. He's not nice. Yeah, his jo- his only job was to report to the emperor. That was yeah. his only. That was his only function was to tattletale. When you ask me who the villain of this movie is, I'm gonna say period. <laughs> you know. Yeah, just say true because they only have three weeks to get their shit together and get trained. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot of time. No, we're on a time crunch, especially with this group. And then, so this is when Mulan meets Shang, but she hasn't even thought of like a backstory or like. I mean, she had so long to figure this she out. Flying by the seat of her pants, she was. <laughs> and For so, sure. like, Mushu is having to give her suggestions as to what her name is. Mm. <laughs> and so, at one point, they say Achu, which is it was something. Well, I... isn't that that Dave Chappelle's name in Robin Hood Men in Tights? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> But I just feel like every girl, and I may be wrong, but I feel like every girl has a secret boy name in their head. Am I wrong? Because am I the only one? I don't. I don't think I've ever thought of it. I don't think so. It's just me. (laughs) I'm not saying it's not a real thing. I'm just saying. I'm I'm Devontae. That's my name. (laughs) Devontae. Why wouldn't you just be Dan? Because that's boring. I would just go I, I to feel Jack. Like that's boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, I'm Daniel. Please. That's how I feel. Like that. I want to be Devonte. You know, like <laughs> give me, give me some. It's kind of like the same thing. Like when I was born, I keep asking my parents. I'm like, what would I have been named if I was a boy? They never told me. Really? Yeah. I was, my dad was like, mm, you were supposed to be Greg Junior, and then you were a girl, and I was like, well. <laughs> My brother is Greg Jr., obviously, now, but he got his way. Yeah. So did Christine. You got Christian out of the deal, too. Uh, that woman's naming all of us after her, except for Serena. My middle name is Crystal. That is just <laughs> another variation of her name. <laughs> she was imprinting on all of y'all. <laughs> yes, physically and our names. <laughs> Uh. If you grew up-
grew up on Disney shows, music, websites, and decoms, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Join us as we talk the golden age of Disney Channel, the stars it introduced, and more. If it aired at 8, 7 central, it's fair game, baby. So, Li Shang does mention that he has heard of Mulan's father before. So apparently it mm-hmm. seems like he was a very noble yes. warrior. Yeah, I think her dad was a war hero in the last Yeah. War. I mean, obviously he got injured and you could mm-hmm. see him before she leaves, like you could see him doing some like Tai Chi moves and he can't catch his balance, um, mm-hmm. obviously, because he was quite injured, but he is revered yeah. because I think even at the end when... Mulan meets the king he I think he even knew her dad mm-hmm. yeah it seemed as that way you want to take us tell us how to how Shang makes a man out of Mulan sure Ray can do it <laughs> <laughs> if you want I I love the training montage I think it's amazing <laughs> so many skills it's like first of all where is this war being fought why do we need these this level of agility <laughs> To run through a mountain. I... Okay. Sure. <laughs> and all of the men come up to speed so like really quickly. Yeah. I'm like, are you guys practicing while you're supposed to be sleeping or what's happening? But the like you can kind of see how proud he was when they when they started to like turn around when she figures out how to use the medallions to climb the totem. Yeah, it's such a great montage. Such a great montage. Yeah. I, I And a bop at karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I have done it at karaoke. <laughs> there is, you could go into like a biker bar and do this on kara- for karaoke and everyone would be singing along. It is yep. the great uniter of karaoke was, songs. Was anyone surprised that Donny Osmond was who they chose? Mm-hmm. People do not know because he's such a, like, for real, like, Donnie is old, but he is such an excellent singer. Like, he's almost one of those, like, people just like, oh, they're the odds. And it's like, no, but, like, his vocals are giving, for sure. Yeah, I I mean, no disrespect to his talent. I just, I just didn't see that. I was who like, brought oh. Donnie to the table? Right. That's, 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 that's <laughs> at the reading, who was like, you know, that. you know who we got for for Lisheng? Donnie Osmond. And was just like, yes. Yeah, Call I want to know who in the room was like, that's, that's who pitched that's that idea? Question, yeah. yeah like, we need a powerful singer because he's not going to do the singing we need someone to do the singing i just have a feeling that the 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 casting director for sure grew up sweating donnie like a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll she was all the way rock and roll she was like yo it's finally happening my worlds are colliding my teeny bopper crush is gonna be in this movie and they're like but it's a full asian cast do you think that donnie (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know if he did voice acting before this that was the other thing like 
the other people that are kind of mixed into the cast are either they really went for Asian cast members, actors, and singers, or they are very well-known voice actors Mm -hmm. or have been in other projects. So I think that's why I was just like, okay, okay, yeah, that adds up, that adds up. Wait a minute, Donny Osmond. (laughs) Okay. Again, Again, no shade. I just was surprised, is the word. And he killed it. He No notes. He listened to B.D. Wong's voice and really tried to emulate as much as he could when he was doing the singing voice. And I think he did a, a, a wonderful job. Also, I do have to state that Michelle Kwan does is a voice just randomly as a shopkeeper. And I've said on this show before that I have used to write letters to Melissa Joan Hart. My other person was Michelle Kwan. I wrote to her and I said that she changed my life winning that gold medal. She never got the letter though. (laughs) I wrote it and I didn't send it. So Michelle, there's always time. Do you still have it? I I do. I wrote to her and Christy (laughs) Yamaguchi. Those were my bitches. That's amazing. (laughs) She, I remember watching her. Like, I never could, even under any, no space-time continuum, was I ever going to be a figure skater. But I love to watch her. Mm-hmm. She was so fun to watch. Yeah. She was great. She has, uh, just classic. It seems as though Donnie Osmond had not done Yeah, much. I didn't see anything on his IMDb either. Everything was just, was mostly Osmonds. Yeah. Yeah. And then after Mulan, he did some voice work. Katie, did you know who Donny Osmond was oh. like, beyond this movie? You know, I've seen him in Hannah Montana and <laughs> <laughs> College Road Trip. Yes. That's my experience with him, other oh, than Mulan. Well, let me tell you, back in the day, that man and that man was almost as big as the Beatles. Like it was Donny Fever in this country, no lie. I yep. mean, the Jackson Vive came first. Mm-hmm. And then the white people like said, "Let's gather our like best contemporaries, basically." Yeah. And that was Donny Osmond and his sister, and they tore it up. They really did. They were clean cut, sweet. We can still sing. Hell yeah! Don't let that fainting on Dancing with the Stars fool you. <laughs> okay, don't let those slim fast commercials fool you. Lady got range. So I have an Osmond story about Miss Terry, my mom. <laughs> So it was not about Donnie or Marie. It was about, I believe it was Meryl Osmond, one of the lesser known Osmonds. Oh, that's right. There's a whole family of them, by the way. Yes. Yeah. So she lived in the Carson Valley. So she would go to Reno for shows and stuff. So she was at a holiday show that he performed. And she was sitting, like, you know how there's, like, the orchestra and then there's, like, a walkway and then, like more seats so she was sitting in the front row of like the second batch of seats and he walked by and she's like jackie i don't know what happened i just knew i had to grab his hand (gasps) she pulled a me she pulled a danielle and grabbed this man's hand as he was singing and she like she's like and i wasn't letting go (laughs) 
was just like, mom, you can't touch people. Like, that's not okay. It's the same thing I have to tell Danielle. You can't just be touching people. So uh, in all honesty, it it's really, I, she didn't pull on me. I've been pulling a Terry this whole time. No, that's this funny. happened after your first Oh Friends. damn! Never mind. She's <laughs> pulling a me. <laughs> I can't help it. That's why you have to come with me when we go to '90s con. It's going to be scary. Where are we now? So we 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 are trained now. We need to go through the Sungshao Pass to the Imperial City, mm-hmm. and as we go through the pass, Mushu accidentally lights a flare and so yep. the huns are alerted to li shang's army location and so immediately arrows start raining down one hits mm-hmm. li shang and he doesn't even miss a beat he's just like boop out of the arm cast it aside keep going <laughs> there are i'm gonna be like i w- you should be dead there was a lot of moments. I know it's a cartoon, so I had to give it that. But there were a lot of moments in this movie where I'm like, that's not possible. <laughs> not even on the best day. Well, what Mulan does, because it, there are literally thousands of Huns coming down this hill at them. And so Mulan, working smarter, not harder. Uh, takes one of the flares and there there's a mountain with like mm-hmm. a peak with snow on it mm-hmm. and so she hits the the snow with the flare creates an avalanche her little team ducks and covers and all of the huns are buried in the snow so like yeah. five thousand people one pull period well, Mulan's yeah. a hero. <laughs> she also has the highest kill rate yeah. of. Were you gonna say that two K? Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what it is though. Like it's what the so kill rate is. I thought I had it here, but I can't find it. You do. It's on. Uh, I forget what page this is. It's like almost four thousand. Here like- it is. She has the biggest body count in Disney history. She takes out approximately three thousand. Approximately, but it's an act like a very accurate number 3,994 <laughs> people and animals with her avalanche maneuver. How can someone killing all those bad guys not sit in your heart, Jackie? <laughs> Just wondering, I, asking I, for I, a friend. I ask, <laughs> I appreciate the, the creativity. That's what, that's what you're good. I appreciate the. I do. Okay. I didn't say this was a bad movie. It just wasn't. Disney was giving us a lot, and I had to be selective. You didn't. You <laughs> didn't. You don't have to be selective. <laughs> you could have let you just... all that in. You could have watched them all. Yeah, like Pokemon. God, I can't. Check. I, I was too busy watching Pokemon movies I've seen this week. Today's only Monday. Uh, the numbers are not high so where are we now there's a parade of heroes Mm -hmm. so now we are in the imperial city oh Oh, we skipped past it though yeah 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 yeah. so So after 
after the avalanche, she realizes she's been shot. And so when they're patching her up, they realize she's a girl. And that's when we kind of, the whole thing comes to fruition. If they find out she's a girl, then the penalty is death. So because she saved his life, he spares her life. And she kind of just sits there and like plans to like die in the snow or whatever. And then ends up like, no, we have to go help because she sees that the Huns are, some of them, are, some of the Hun army is resurrecting out of the snow cast. Yes. Continue as you were. <laughs> There's I, just I, like a hand that emerges from the yeah. snow. Yeah. Do you know how badass you have to be to just be like, I just got an avalanche ambul- am- on me and I'm just chilling in the snow for about 20 minutes, but I'm going to rise up like a zombie? That was. The fact that they didn't want to die of hypothermia or right. the weight because the like it's not just how cold the snow is, it's how fast. And the weight of it. Snow is very heavy. Yes. And people do not think it. Like, this is why they have in certain states that are very, like, that are very cold that they have snow removers. So your roof doesn't cave in. Mm-hmm. So she she dropped an entire mountaintop worth of snow on these men. And they were like, stretch it out. <laughs> Get out. Like, okay, wow. Well, and I did read because his eyes are yellow. Yeah. And so I did read that, like, there was either a deleted scene or a scrap storyline where he conjured some magic and stuff. And that's why his eyes were a different color, which they do bring that into the live action movie. I was going to say that, (laughs) although I haven't seen the live action. Yes. Again, I'll say it's a COVID movie, you know? Yeah. It's not (laughs) wonderful. (laughs) but they had their i mean i wonder because for the live action movie i know that they did a bunch of contingencies to make sure that it was Mm -hmm. going to be able to be seen in china like that was the most important thing yeah and with this movie this was the first movie that the chinese government like they had a ban on disney um Mm -hmm. from i think what was the name of the 1996 release of a movie called kandan they said it was a film that was sympathetic to the exiled spiritual leader of Tibet, the Dalai Lama. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Mulan was shown in over 100 cities throughout China when it was released in 1999 there. So it was like, they did what, I'm wondering if they did a lot of different things to make sure that it was- They changed, that was part of the, the, the changes that they made to make it more culturally appropriate to be shown there like it was done a lot more to because I follow a girl who's a seamstress on YouTube but she's Chinese and so she had partnered with Disney and so she did like scene tours and she got to meet some of the performers and a lot of it was done for representation so I think because they were remaking it they wanted to make it in more of a way that was cater to them well that's good because they also got in some hot water in 2013 when they decided they wanted to redesign Mulan and made her more light skin and with blue eyes yeah and her clothing it wasn't redesigned we whitewashed Mulan I'm glad you said it 
because yes. if I said it, then it's a problem. <laughs> but yes, and her clothing did not match anything she wore in the movie. So this had like a really big backlash and people believed that the company well, was sending where was the wrong- that, but she was. I don't know if it was like the like the merchandise or something it must have been. Oh, okay. Because I don't think it was like another movie. So her original red and gold clothing was chosen because it represented luck and prosperity. So they, but they said it was sending the wrong messages because it had, they changed her to have a lot of Caucasian features, which really sucks because so many people felt seen with her being the first in Disney princess. So Disney responded to the negative response. They darkened her skin, changed her clothes to match the film more closely, and changed her eyes back to brown. Like, who were y'all fool- thinking you were fooling? Like, come on. It, like, that's, I think that's why we're seeing such a backlash right now with the casting, the live action casting of Lilo and Stitch. Oh, Lilo and Stitch. Because it is egregious. Well, also, you know. <laughs> No, no, she was a thick lady and I love that about her mm-hmm. let me see some thigh meat Disney I, mean, I want it I, the, I don't want to deviate too much but Nani's it is not apparent to people who are not used to seeing it and the fact that she was basically a single mother right she's very young taking care of her sister and she took her with her to all of those job appointments and the fact that she didn't cater. Now, if you pay attention, like where she's interviewing, she is physically representative of a different body type than where she's interviewing. So her size matters in the movie, not just culturally as in Hawaiian, but in the movie, it is part of the reason she can't find a job because she doesn't assimilate because all of the places she was applying were all tourist locations, hotels, yeah restaurants and if you can't assimilate then they don't want to hire you and her size and skin color mattered so if you if you cast a lighter thinner Hawaiian actress then you're still not doing the character justice it matters what she looks like in the role yes and I want to see some fabby off my soapbox (laughs) (laughs) but yeah a hundred percent. Like I, 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 I think it's just difficult for some people because there's the idea that if you make room for people, that everyone can't have a place, and that's not true. I think right. everyone should see themselves portrayed in media because media teaches us how to be in society and how we are we should be perceived and accepted in society. So I don't I don't think that there's anything wrong with opening things up so that more people have an opportunity to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who don't get that, I feel really sorry for them because that's just really sad. It's not a hard concept, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. <sighs> so now we are at the parade of heroes in the Imperial City. You can see Li Sheng is sad. He he's missing Ping. He's missing his dead dad. How how is it that I I watched this movie so many times and this was the first time I realized 
You too, that Katie? Yes. <laughs> that is not dad. really. His dad is, his dad <laughs> the is dead. Absolute devastation. I, you, I look every I, time I watch it, it is heartbreaking because it's like one, no one prepares you for this. Right. Especially not there, especially not when there are such heightened emotions involved. He has to literally show up. And and what makes it really worse when you really think about it, okay, which clearly I have, but <laughs> they wouldn't have even been there as soon as they got there if it wasn't for Mushu and Cricket mm-hmm. sending the fake letter so that they would leave camp sooner to get to the Tungshao Pass. So when they when they show up there, it's sooner. So it could have been a lot worse. They've still got all of these dead bodies that they have to that they have to go past. He sees his dad's helmet, he leaves his sword there. And if you notice the the little doll that she leaves at the sword representative of the little girl at the beginning of the movie. I just don't know how I missed that his daddy was dead. I felt like... He's like, oh my God, my dad is dead. This whole other regiment, which was the bigger regiment, is gone. We have to fight them alone. So yeah, he's like, now I have no one really. When he loses his father, they have to go fight them. And then he loses Ping. He feels betrayed because he's like, you were supposed to be my friend you were supposed to be I mean really she had become proficient enough to be really closer to his second than really any of the other soldiers so now he has no support system he's just by himself I I, again I shocked I, I I don't know how I missed that so many times I've seen this movie. I I think I've missed it because I was always focused on the little girl's doll. Oh. Every time. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. That's that's <laughs> rough. Like legit. I don't know how I missed that. Did you miss it the first time you saw Jackie or you remember? I knew his dad died. I just still thought he was sad about Mulan. <laughs> 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 I do feel like they gloss over it a bit. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's real quick. It's not like the Lion King. No. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. I guess it had to be in my face. More. <laughs> yeah. But now that I know, I'll never unsee it again. I just yeah. yeah. Totally missed that. Mulan shows up and is able to t- tell Shang that some of the Huns are still alive. They're mm-hmm. they're coming. He's kind of like, go away. Right. But you can start to see him like side eye and kind of watch a six to make sure that everything is cool, which it's not. The emperor is giving a speech and then we see the falcon fly in and then the emperor is captured by the Huns. Mm-hmm. So, and they've barricaded him in the palace. And so Mulan has an idea. And that idea is to dress everyone as concubines to infiltrate the palace. I love a cross dress. There's one thing that's going to distract them. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah. Well, the ladies. Be hoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hoes with apple titties all day. <laughs> Some are watermelons. Them. Some are watermelons. Hey, just like everybody's, there's a spectrum. Okay. Yeah. okay. There's a spectrum. <laughs> I, I did write down apple boob. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. I, one thing that I do want to bring up is the fact that Harvey Firestein is the voice of Yao. Yes. It, I love him. Per, just perfection. His raspy voice. Joy. Yeah. What was it? Oh, Independence Day. Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. This is the only good part of that movie. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Out. Don't be talking about First Independence all, Day. We Amazing. both agreed. Oh, I agree, but he's not the only thing. You know my boo Jeff Goldblum was in there. Oh, so. I forget. <laughs> he's sick. I forgot. Do you guys not like Independence Day? Is that what I'm getting? Uh, you, oh, should you should listen to that episode. Listen to our episode. It's a ride. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about some things. Mm. There's a lot of reference to the alien butthole in the spaceship <laughs> <laughs> and having to put the the nuke in the alien butthole. Our 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 hot takes got Jackie in trouble with her in-laws. Let's just put it that way. My yeah. mother-in-law sat and watched it with me and she's like, I love this movie so much. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> When I originally saw that movie, I thought it was the bee's knees. It was the best thing I ever seen. Now rewatching it, whole nother, whole nother story. I will clearly have to listen to this episode, please. Because I yeah. Would... yeah, it's not perfect by any stretch. There, it's no. like there is lots of things that are super problematic about it for sure, one hundred percent. I would really everything enjoy... with Randy was a problem. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, there's a lot. He he proposed with a dolphin ring. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> he proposes with a dolphin ring. He loves dolphins. What's the problem? Danielle realized she had given my sister a dolphin ring as a gift in high school. She's like, "Have we been engaged this whole time?" I didn't wow. Know. <laughs> Have we been engaged this whole time? Wow. Uh, yes. I I would love if you like live tweeted as you listen to our episode <laughs> because we got some hot takes on Independence Day. <laughs> season one episode 15 <laughs> check it out <laughs> so now Mulan and the troops are fighting the Huns in the palace Shang is getting his ass kicked he's just Stop down for the count and Mulan's like I gotta do something so she sees the fireworks post across the way and she's like Mushu who comes in riding the falcon that now looks like a naked chicken because he's burning all the feathers off I still hear the yes But so, like, if he fired, put fire on it, wouldn't it be dead? Again, oh sorry, with the not necessarily. 
not with the logic side. <laughs> I mean, just like a just like a human can get third degree burns. I mean, technically, third degree burns, you would die close to death. <laughs> yeah. But second degree, you could get second degree burns and just be deformed. So maybe just the feathers got burnt, right? Yeah. Like hmm. his hair got singed, but his hair is right. feathers. Gotcha. Also, is Mulan an arsonist? <laughs> it's a valid question. She's been playing with fire this whole movie. She has. Okay. <laughs> Capable. <laughs> this was this <laughs> fire starter too. That's what Mulan is. <laughs> So Mushu is on his way over to the fireworks. Mulan is now being chased by old yellow eyes. And <laughs> I, what I don't get is like Mushu straps himself to the rocket. Like but I think he did that with the avalanche too, right? Or did well, I miss he was it? He was on the rocket when she shot it on yeah. the, at the avalanche. Okay. Oh, okay. But when he's yeah. on it, the firecracker this time, he does jump off onto the yes, onto the sword. But I never understood why he had to go for the ride. You in danger, girl! Um, like get off. That's <laughs> <laughs> So and and he like light something to give to Cricky to light the fire. I'm like, you could have just blown on the fuse. You True. didn't need that True. extra step. He's looking for a delayed reaction. <laughs> <laughs> so it hits the big bad hun guy in the stomach and propels him into the rest of the fireworks stand. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful display as a man burns alive. I bet it smells yeah. like pork. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to give our <laughs> listeners a full sensory all the senses. <laughs> oh, just like a 40 movie. <laughs> this is now a 40 Yikes. podcast. <laughs> you are listening to No More Late Feeds, a 40 experience. Sorry. <laughs> Then they're back outside. The emperor shows up. Mulan thinks she's like about to be killed. Like she's a woman who uh, acted as a man in the army. She's destroyed most of the palace. Like Mm -hmm. you're done. And he bows to her. And then the entire city bows to her. And she has proven her worth and that women can fight in the army as well and he thanks her for saving them all and then he gives her a medal and mm-hmm. the hun sword first mm-hmm. he, he gives put- the emperor's medallion yeah. yes but first he puts that little snitch in his place yeah. because he invites mulan to be on the the advisory council yeah and he was like well what what you mean? And he he was like, well, then she can have your job. How about that? How about that? And so he's flipping out. out. But Mulan's like, I just want to go home. Got to see my people. Got to see my daddy. Got to catch up. You know, like I've been wrong. I'm 
I'm gone for a while. I need them to know I'm not dead. And so he gives her all those right. wonderful, wonderful that things. Part. I wonder on the market, like, what's that worth, though? That looked like a, a, a nice little bite of gold. Just saying. Um, in new, immeasurable. <laughs> you know? I thought it was made what? out of terracotta. This is what? <laughs> I got this. <laughs> when I won the war and saved all of us. Yes. This yeah. is like my head of the line pass for the rest oh, of the, my God. life. It's, it's like your money is no good here, okay? <laughs> right. It's giving the vibes of in Bridget Jones's diary, there's a character who had one hit wonder. He was a one hit wonder and he's like, I'm gonna eat off this for the rest of my life. I don't <laughs> need to make another song. I will right. always be that guy that sang that song. Always. <laughs> So, so, but as she's leaving to go home, she passes by Shang and he's like, you fight good. Like, he's just like, no he doesn't know what to say. No race. He's like, okay. Ping, I, I mean, gotta Mulan, go. I mean, Mulan, Ping, whatever. You, you fight good. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> and so she gets home. Her father tells her, I just one of the best parts though. Oh what? Because the emperor emperor looked at him and he was like, first of all, your game is all negative, my boy. (laughs) You're gonna be too shy to bag that. She's clearly down. So you don't find a girl like that every dynasty. Okay. That's a one of a kind in all of our lifetimes. Yes. So figure it out. Figure it out. Peep game already. And I do love that when Mulan does come home, she gives the dad the sword, gives him the the medallion, yeah. and he like threw that shit to the side. He's like, "My baby is home." Like, what am I supposed to do with it? Right. Yes, uh, absolutely. Best, I hands down one of the best dads in Disney. Period. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. He's like, you don't have to be perfect to make me proud. You exist makes me proud yeah you're doing your thing yeah by being you because even though yeah. she falls short she's not perfect he's like i respect your individuality i love that you always march to the beat of your own drum that's what makes me proud the fact that you don't sacrifice yourself to fit in with everyone else that's not what makes you special i love that and grandma's like did you bring home man <laughs> Grandma was asking the real questions. The <laughs> yes. Most important. And as soon, like, I, uh, what I do love is that Prabhu was not far behind. Like, he rolls up literally like 10 minutes, five minutes after her. And uh, grandma's like, where can I get one of those models? <laughs> And I, and I'm like, same grandma. Put me on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we see back at the ancestor party, were there bopping an ancestor's head around like a beach yes. ball at a well, concert? The one that had been decapitated. Yeah. Because yeah. of Mushu. That yeah, was his, at the beginning. Because at was the beginning he was up. holding his head. Yes. <laughs> but now it's a party. Yes. 
And Mushu it can be a guardian again. He's mm-hmm. been promoted because of his work with Mulan. Really, he just set fireworks on fire. She saved herself for the record. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do much. He didn't. Well, he did send that letter. I mean, he did. He woke her up. <laughs> he woke her up so she uh, wasn't missing training. Made her porridge. He made her like eat. Those. He was taking care of her emotional needs. <laughs> Okay. You know, we're, we're... we've made him a service animal. Like, what is... <laughs> uh... I do want to say the one part that really had me in disbelief was when the avalanche happened and she mm-hmm. is on the horse and Mulan with one arm swoops and pulls her boy with one arm. That yes. man is like two times That's bigger. A big boy. It's a big Absolutely. boy. She and lifted him. She was. Emma, yeah with the arrow how did that go how'd that go around that's true no, no, no that's not even the best part but 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 when they go off the mountain but not when she's riding and swoops him up but when they go off the cliff yes and she's holding on to him and the horse she's like let me lasso this horse up real quick let me throw the <laughs> rock around you what are you doing ma'am what is happening how are you saving everyone right there should be more than one movie about you (laughs) the potential is is elite yeah that was that that was what i was like okay guys this is a little bit too far-fetched for for it's supposed to be far-fetched how do we i I stand by the far-fetched nature I want it to be unbelievable. <laughs> Lie to me. One hundred for it. How did we feel about the collaboration between Ninety Eight Degrees and Stevie Wonder at the end? Amazing, that wonderful. True to my Classic. heart. That's what it was, Jackie. Classic. It's a bop. Yeah, all the way. <laughs> and this movie was what really kind of set Christina Aguilera's career on fire right. because. Her singing reflections is what got her that RCA contract. So, you know, Mulan was putting people on all around. Well, that is Mulan. (laughs) What else we got for the fun facts? We got a lot. We've got a lot of fun facts. Well, that was Mulan. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to like mention that who voices Milan just got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Love that. And like, it wasn't too long ago that she was in, she got into the Disney, what is it called? Like they have their own. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like Disney legends. Yes. Because wow. she's played Mulan. She played agent, agents of shield. Yeah. Uh-huh. Agents of shield. There was something else that she was. She's in, in Star Wars. She's in Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. She is badass. I love her so much, For and sure. I I love that what got her this role was the movie that I was introduced to her in, which was Joy Luck Club. Which is, mm-hmm. I read the book, and then the movie was just amazing. So filmmakers listened to her narration of at the beginning of the Joy Luck Club and knew that that she was going to be the person for Milan. They had actually hired Leia Salanga, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, who had been the singing voices of Princess Jasmine in Aladdin. 
She was initially cast to provide both Mulan's speaking and singing voice, but the director, wow. director did not find her attempt at a deeper speaking voice when she had to impersonate Ping. Oh, basically. yeah. So that's when they started to go look for someone else, and that's when Migna was, that's when they discovered her, and they were like, that's it. I love that they incorporated, while she was doing the vocal recordings, she played with her hair a lot. And so they incorporated that into the animation of Mulan as one of her like little. Yeah. Could you imagine Mushu being voiced by Joe Pesci? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was who they initially approached. Also Richard Dreyfuss. Glad they didn't do him now that his crazy commentary has gone viral Richard Dreyfus, what oh yeah he I, I have no idea he there's a video going viral of him talking about how upset he is that he can't play black people in you know as an actor like that it's like, been taken what? away that he can't play black people and black in blackface essentially it yeah it's it's crazy and he says it with his whole chest like it's a real problem i said this is why some old people need to go sit down somewhere and (laughs) need a better pr team don't let grandpa get up on the mic wild on him yeah yeah but michael eisner was actually the one who you know said let's consider eddie murphy and so eddie said yes but he did not want to come into the disney studios and film did all his voice acting in his basement in his mansion in New Jersey. So he never came to the Disney studio. Interesting. <laughs> he do the same for Shrek. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. He has his own sound studio. He couldn't do Mulan too because hmm. he was in his contract with Shrek. So but I, I'm I'm curious to know. I I do remember seeing videos with him and Drew Barry not Drew Barrymore, sorry, Cameron Diaz and uh, Michael, Mike Myers in like... (laughs) Michael Michael Myers. Myers. (laughs) He's just standing there with his knife. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Myers, I saw them like recording, so I don't know if they did the whole thing together, but I I think it was a different situation maybe, so. Got it. The matchmaker is voiced by Harry Potter alumna and British icon Miriam Margolis, who plays Professor Sprout. If you have not seen an interview of her, her? specifically on the Graham Norton show, she mm-hmm. is wild. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about now. She yeah. has a potty mouth and a half. She says the <laughs> craziest thing. I could watch her all day. Yes. She's hilarious. <laughs> it, it is also interesting that hun armies often had women in their ranks so when mulan reveals that she caused caused the avalanche sean Yu is hardly surprised and view views her as a very real threat so for sure which is a to clear, the huns. yeah clear contrast <laughs> to what the chinese army is about so never thought i'd be like good job huns <laughs> <laughs> Being inclusive. (laughs) (laughs) I think. Let's see. There's the Golden Globe and Academy Award. Well, there's an Easter egg in the reflection musical number. You can see 
where the stones where Mulan is looking into, they're act- they actually have the names of the film animators ca- carved oh, wow. into it, which is kind of cool. And the dog that they call Little Brother, I guess one of the poems that of the tales of of Mulan, she has an actual little brother, an, a, mm. an, a, a baby mm. brother. So I think that they named the dog as like homage to her, that poem, which is kind of cool. And Mulan earned a Golden Globe and Academy Award nomination and won several Annie Awards, including Best Animated Feature. As it should. As it should. <laughs> Little, some, some more facts about Mulan. She is the first Disney princess to not be an actual princess as she wasn't born into royalty. She also didn't marry a prince. She's also the first Disney princess to be raised by her biological parents for the in- entirety of her childhood and the second to have both of her parents alive during her childhood she is left-handed which is often a symbol of being different she is the second princess to be seen wearing pants the first was jasmine she is the first princess to not sing about her love for a hero or prince she is the first princess to be seen getting a haircut in a disney movie she's the first princess to be visibly physically wounded and Mulan is the first Disney princess to be seen in her undergarments and the third to be seen naked, which side eye. The first two were Ariel and Cinderella. Hmm. Why, Disney? Were they naked? I mean, we don't see the bits. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Little Mermaid, I guess she's what, like behind a rock or something, but she yeah. doesn't have any clothes on because she's never been in her shells. Mm-hmm. And then in Cinderella... I, I I think it's like she's getting a bath or something. She, Probably she, at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, the the mice and the birds. She's getting uh, a she's oh, taking a bath. Okay. That's what I, I know. That movie backwards and forwards. <laughs> I had to get me a new <laughs> tape. I wrote that watch one. it all the time. But yeah, that makes sense when they hold the towel up when she gets out of the tub. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Before we get into our ratings. I'm going to ask that you guys tell everybody where they can find you on social. I'll start with you, Katie. Oh, okay. So you can find me at Make It Pink or Blue on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And also I'll post on Twitter from time to time. So yeah, you can find me there if you want to learn about Disney movies. Awesome. Again, worth the follow. And Ray, why don't you tell everybody how they can find you on social? I am Lieutenant Commander Ray everywhere that's lt.com.rae on tiktok and it's the same on youtube and twitter but there are no periods and as always you guys can follow us at no more late fees on instagram facebook tiktok twitter and youtube and we're going to start with katie now that we've rewatched I I am I'm guessing maybe things aren't changed that much from your Y2K rating, but what does today Katie feel about Mulan? Yeah, no, it definitely did not change <laughs> at all. Honestly, most Disney movies won't change at all. Although, like, you know, there's some where I'll rewatch and like, actually, that's the worst movie ever. <laughs> I eat chicken little. But <gasps> I'm do you like that movie? 
I haven't seen it in 20 years. So I but I, I definitely don't have like a, a pension to say, I need to go sit down and watch me some Chicken Little. I'm telling you, you know, Mulan's dad is great. Chicken Little's dad now. That's a whole <laughs> other story, okay? I can go on a rant about him. But yeah, for Mulan, it has not changed at all. And I would definitely buy it. Ray? Always buy. Always perfect. <laughs> Um, for me would buy it again not even a question well that's it guys let's move on (laughs) Jackie I'm afraid my rating has not changed it's still a two day for me I'm sorry and just in the echelon of Disney it just doesn't rank for me I'm sorry I hope y'all come back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i hope i come back Jackie. <laughs> i hope i come back i'm sorry this is okay go ahead and tell them about that quick drop <laughs> so if you want to give me shit because i don't care for mulan hit us up at our quick drop Nine zero nine six zero one NMLF nine zero nine six zero one six six five three. You can twat us at the Twitters or leave a message on our Spotify for Podcasters account, and you could be featured on a future episode. And join us next week as we look at happier days <laughs> because we'll be celebrating my born day. Yay! Oh wow! With one of the classics, bring it on! Very excited. Oh wow! it's cold in here there <laughs> must be some pokers in the atmosphere i said oh we oh we, 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 we ice, ice, ice. Ice. here we go i'm ready <laughs> thank you ray and katie for joining us yeah thanks for having so me no problem i hope you guys had as much fun as we did some people love mulan and yeah. some people are just wrong and that's fine (laughs) but it was a good time it was a good time i'm gonna and as always be kind and rewind